Hello guys, I welcome all of you to today's farmcast. Today guys we'll discuss five drugs of choice. And since I've discussed almost all the important anti-cancer drugs, um, now onwards I think I will cover at least one monoclonal antibodies which is important for your revision, right? So we'll cover that in the second part and at last I'll discuss uh, some of the questions which has been asked by the students, right? So let us straight away begin with the drugs of choice for today. Right guys, so the first disorder for today is multiple myeloma. Now remember, in multiple myeloma, we never use a single, uh, single drug. We rather use a combination of three drugs is what is recommended now. And one of them is botezomib, right, which is a proteasome inhibitor. Another drug is linalidomide, linalidomide which is a sister drug of thalidomide. And uh, the third drug is a steroid dexamethasone. So multiple myeloma, three drug combination is the treatment of choice. Botezomib, linalidomide and dexamethasone. Now guys, coming to the second disorder for today, that is multiple sclerosis. So multiple sclerosis, uh, it depends upon what you are dealing with. If it, is a, if it is a case of acute attack of multiple sclerosis, then our drug of choice is intravenous methyl prednisolone because it is an you know autoimmune demyelinating disorder so we need to suppress the immune system plus save the nerves so we'll be using methyl prednisolone but if it is a case of rrms that is relapsing remitting multiple sclerosis right in that case um, our drug of choice is interferon beta and even if it is case of spms that is secondarily progressive multiple sclerosis still our drug of choice is interferon beta if it is a case of PRMS, PRMS is primarily, I mean, sorry, progressive remitting multiple sclerosis. So it is progressing as well as remitting. The only drug effective in PRMS is mitoxantron. Um, whereas if it is a case of PPMS, primarily progressive multiple sclerosis, in that case, no drug is effective. So I'll repeat once again, multiple sclerosis, acute attack, intravenous methylprednisolone, RRMS, SPMS, interferon beta, PRMS, mitoxantron. Now moving on to third disorder for today. It's not a disorder, but uh, a choice of drug, uh, muscle relaxant for intubation. Right, guys. So we, which muscle relaxant do you think we should prefer for intubation? Now, should it be long acting or short acting? Obviously guys, I need to get uh, done with intubation as soon as possible. So it has to be the shortest acting muscle relaxant. Which one do you think it is? Guys, it is succinylcholine. Now think, why succinylcholine is the shortest acting muscle relaxant? What could be the reason? Because it is metabolized by plasma esterase and any drug that is metabolized in plasma is very short acting, right? Moving on to the next disorder guys, myasthenia gravis. Now remember myasthenia gravis, if I'm using a drug for diagnosis, then my drug of choice is adrophonium and the test is called as tensilon test. An alternative to adrophonium is neostigmine. Neostigmine can also be used in diagnosis, right? Whereas treatment, treatment of myasthenia gravis for long-term management, we use pyridostigmine. And now moving on to the last disorder that is related to myasthenia gravis, that is myasthenic crisis. Now guys, if it is myasthenic crisis, then in that case, remember the drug of choice is immunoglobulins, intravenous immunoglobulins, IVIG, and if IVIG is not there because they are pretty costly, right? So we don't have access to IVIG. You can also go for plasma pheresis. 
So that's all guys we had to discuss in this section of drug of choice. Now as I said we'll be discussing here on some monoclonal antibodies. So the antibodies that I've chosen for today uh, these are called as PCSK9 inhibitors or these are anti-PCSK9 monoclonal antibodies and two drugs are there Evolosumab E-V-O-L-O-C-U-M-A-B and Alirosumab A-L-I-R-O-C-U-M-A-B. So these PCSK9, anti-PCSK9 monoclonal antibodies, um, their main mechanism is, guys, what they do is they prevent degradation of LDL receptors. And because of which LDL receptors, they increase and thus plasma LDL decreases. So the use is to decrease plasma LDL. In which patients? In patients who are not adequately responsive to statins because, you know, statins are the most preferred drugs. So these are reserve drugs and they are used only if the other drugs like statins or your bile acid binding resins or azetamide they are not effective it has to be our, it has to be our last resort the reason being they are very costly as it happens with monoclonal antibodies so remember guys anti pcsk9 monoclonal antibodies evolosumab alirosumab these might be asked in your exams in the upcoming time because they are quite commonly used nowadays right all right guys now let's move on to the last leg of our farmcast for today and today as well guys uh, you guys have asked me a lot of questions right so let me go through them one by one right uh, all right so Vaishnavi Sai has asked uh, does spending 60% of my study time for QBank and 40 times for notes affect my revision because I'm on a speed track to complete the QBank, which I'm only halfway through till now. See, there is no set rule about how much time you should devote to notes and how much time you should devote to QBank. And as I've said time and again, right, uh, you cannot be me, I cannot be you. And all of us are different, right, in our abilities, all of us are different in our priorities and how we must move forward, how we are comfortable with. So, for example, I am more comfortable with notes as compared to QBank but there are students who are more comfortable with QBank as compared to notes right so it is just a matter of individual you know perception so if you are more bullish with the QBank this does not mean that you are wrong you are also right in your own sphere in your own space all right so, but I'll tell you uh, you should have a plan right you cannot just go blindly to cover whole uh, QBank and not giving you know not not being able to in the due process not being able to revise your notes at least once so that should not be the case so if you're bullish on QBank go for it does not matter but you should have a plan and by which you should be able to complete the notes as well as QBank right if you are able to do that then there is nothing wrong in it I would say all right uh, there is another doubt by Ankush Singh but I'll come this doubt at last because this I usually you know right uh, so there are some doubts which are unusual which I come to at last which are not related to study but uh, related to our life so I'll, I discuss that at last I'll come come to this at last all right um, Irfan ji has asked uh, a doubt which is which has already been asked to me sir uh, during revision if it is not possible to revise Pharmac fully will it be sufficient if I just stick to your HD series of 100 drugs and revise them during the last minute. Can I get 50% questions right in Pharmac if I do this? Uh, see Irfan, there's a high possibility that you might do 50% of questions right. 
but uh, I mean, I, I'm not sure if just doing 50% of questions right would get you rank because you know, we are scratching here for each and every possible answer. Now look at this at, uh, with the eyes that I see. The, the purpose why I am running HD series, the purpose is entirely different. Because what I have done is I have chosen 100 most important drugs and diseases. And by posting one page every day, what I'm doing is I'm breaking it down into 100 days so that you can revise one disease or a drug every day. So I'm forcing you to do that so that you don't have to go bullish about it. You don't have to do a bolus revision, right? So that is the main idea you guys have to get. Because some of you keep on asking me, sir, why are you posting every day? Just give me the PDF and be done with it. No, that is not the purpose. I could have done, I, I could have given you the PDF and uh, I, would, I would have been in peace, right? So, but I have to post it every day, make it every day, post every day. The reason behind it is, I want you not to revise it to sit one day, 10 hours and revise all the 100 drugs. No, I don't want that. I want you to revise every drug every day for just 15 to 20 minutes and you're done with it. And that way it increases your efficiency. So this HD series, why have I given you? I'll tell you the most important thing is, uh, see when you do a bigger revision, right? For 60 days in the bigger revision, you have enough time that you can revise your pharmac notes. But when I do a mini revision, the, let us say 15 to 20 days. So in those 15 to 20 days, I would not be able to revise entire pharmac notes. So what I do, I need to revise what, what is most important. So that most important is something which I'm making you to revise every day, one page. So you would have revised those 100 pages by now, if, if you're doing it honestly every day, then what happens in those 15 to 20 days, you can forget about your notes, pick up these HD series and just revise these 100 pages. So that is possible in those 20 days. So that is what we need to do in those 20 days when I do a mini revision, I need to revise whatever is most important, right? I have to stick to that. So that is what is more, most important, Irfan, but I would still advise you to somehow revise your notes if it is possible. I mean, because one, one question here and there wrong and the, your rank will change drastically, right? All right, Ankush Singh is asking, Sir, I have heard from my friends about Modafinil that it helps you study for more hours. Should I take it uh, as it is difficult for me to concentrate for long hours? What would be? See, Modafinil is a stimulant. And all these stimulants, they have a very uh, bigger drawback and that is addiction. So there is a possibility that you might get addicted to Modafinil. Second, Modafinil is a stimulant, it will keep you awake. It does not mean that it, it would increase your concentration and attention. No, it does not mean guys. So you have to be physiological, you have to be physiological and I, if, I don't know if you guys feel that or not. When you when you get into the last lap of revision, right, in the last one, one and a half months, you will feel as if you have become a maniac. Why? Why? Because you are able to accomplish so much in those period of time because so much is at stake. So you yourself physiologically induce yourself into such a state as if uh, you, you are in mania phase and you are able to outperform the normal you, right? So that happens and you, uh, many of you, you will have a feeling in the last one and a, uh, one, one and a half months because I had that feeling. And that is amazing guys, that is amazing when you can physiologically induce yourself to that state. So you feel you are a totally different person then. So try to motivate yourself and do that physiologically rather than going for drugs because drugs won't be solution in each and every step of life, right? Now moving on to the next uh, doubt, uh, there is a student called as Yash Sharma and he is a third year student. 
and uh, it's a long doubt but i'll just sum it up so he is uh, supposed to attend next right in 2022 and all other his batchmates they are not serious about it but he's serious about it and he wants to study seriously and he's just asking me am i getting too serious too early <laughs> see there is nothing like that as i have said time and again that we all of us we humans are different right uh, the way the pattern the way i used to study my friends they they didn't used to study like that right or it was always different so as i have always said i was like a person who used to study from exams to exams and i used to do pretty well so that that was me but there were other students who would study throughout the year right so and they, they would also do well but it is something with with what you are comfortable with so studying early and what you are doing yes is a good thing it's not a bad thing i'm not saying it's a bad thing it's a good thing right you are being serious from now and if if you have a good grasp over these subjects uh, you are bound to perform well let us say if you study from now um, then th- there would be a high chance that you will know more from your peers your concepts would be more clear and there would be a higher chance of getting you a very good rank under 100 let us say now if you don't do this you also might get a good rank but it would be under 1000 but not under 100 so that that is the difference it can make and uh, if you can live with it that under 100 under 1000 does not make a difference to me i can take any seat if you're like that then you can go ahead right not being serious but i i cannot uh, fathom that being serious is a problem it is not at all a problem yes go ahead and study well and make your parents and yourself proud there is nothing bad in it all right so ritvik patnaik he has asked uh, he's a second year student and um, he has completed watching my videos and uh, pathology elements videos how to score good marks in pharmacology specifically how to answer long questions see ritvik patnaik uh, i'll tell you something right uh, teachers uh, whenever they go through the paper they, they usually like when you write uh, the long questions in your own words and for that you have to understand the topic analyze the topic and then reformulate your answer i mean you need to write down whatever you have understood and whenever you have understood something you write it it is always in your own words right and that is something what impresses the examiners so get get down to a topic remember the classifications classifications are important right in your exams so to begin with write down the classification of that drug what drugs are there what is the mechanism of action what are the uses what are the side effects what are the contraindications and you are done your long question is done right but you need to have your own way of writing it and you can do that only if you have understood it well right so i hope i have answered your query uh next coming to the next doubt guys there is uh, a student called as dr sp and dr sp's question is so huge so long that it is even longer than my farm cast so <laughs> let me try to let me try to sum it up uh all right all right so he was uh, or she was i don't know because sp i cannot guess the gender so he or she um the student he has a friend who was a support to him and uh, and they broke up so it was a breakup and now because of that breakup uh, he or she has no where to go for that moral support that you are missing and uh, he or she has already started to perform poorly in the grand test 
and uh, he or she is not able to remember anything and uh, delaying revisions and so basically what's happening you are uh, going into a post breakup depression dr sp and uh, see these things they happen these things they happen and uh, uh, usually what happens you are feeling like this because it might be your first breakup right so let me tell you something um when i whenever you have you have your first breakup right and uh, probably you are so much in love with that person you really feel bad you really feel bad and i'll tell you what happened to me when i had my first breakup right so i was not going for the neat exam then i was just a um, second year student so that is when i had my first breakup and uh, you know it it feels so bad and uh, it uh, it it drives you so anxious that uh, even if you look if if you, if you look at her somewhere right you'll already you'll already start having palpitations and forget about her if if you uh, by chance look at someone who seems like her then also you start having palpitations and life is difficult after the breakup but i'll tell you something what this uh, breakup does is it makes you stronger it makes you stronger it prepares you uh, for you know the some more worse mo- moments they come in your life at a later stage and you become stronger and remember at this time when you feel as if there is a wall that is touching the sky and you cannot go out of it time comes when this this wall will gradually come down this wall will gradually come down and uh, you need some kind of motivation to keep yourself going right so what is the best kind of motivation that you can have for yourself is to do best possible level in your exam and get a good rank and believe me this is not the end of life you'll again fall in love right and you'll find the right right person and if you if you look back after after many years you will find the reason that whatever happens is for your good only right whatever god does is for our benefit and there is something good hidden for us in everything that bad uh, happens to us we cannot see it at that moment but later take it from me later when you become you know more wiser and older and when you go back and think that perhaps whatever happened it was for your own good right but for the time being what you need to do is uh, you need to do get some counseling if it is important see i, I always always stress about uh, um, you know feeling bad if you you're feeling bad if you're feeling depressed then there is nothing wrong in taking a counseling right and we the doctors we are more irresponsible towards our own health right we care for others health but we are never serious about about our own health so take a counseling it helps a lot i'll tell you it helps a lot taking counseling helps you a lot right at times even i have taken counseling because all of us are humans right we are not gods and all of us have the right to get depressed at some time uh, in our life and if i'm depressed what what is wrong in going to a psychiatrist take some counseling or take a hypnotherapy or at the worst let me start myself on an ssri so i i i don't understand what is the bad in it so it is good and ssris are magic tools so uh, dr sp i'll tell you uh, please if you are if you are actually feeling that bad right that you're not even able to do your daily duties and that happens in depression it happens then please 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 go and tomorrow itself seek a consultation and believe me you will come out as a winner taking some medical help does not mean that you are weak everyone every one of us we need some kind of support in our life at some time 
and that person can be anyone and that person even can be a doctor he can be a psychiatrist he can be a friend he can be our mother he can be our father so if talking to your parents it gives you some solace that is also a good thing let let your parents counsel you right so dr sp motivate yourself that there is something big ahead coming to you and please charge up yourself focus on your revision now and make a timetable and you would see that there is no time now but you need some help you need any other help you can always you can always dm me also right and dm me and uh, in on facebook message me or instagram i'll give you my phone number if you want then i'll counsel you also right i'll talk to you all right because i can understand how you must be feeling all right um moving on to the next doubt guys there is a student uh, shreya sharma uh sir i have started revision and i expected revision would take less time but it is taking so many days i wanted to complete one revision before aims please tell me how can i increase my speed on if i'm not able to complete schedule what should i do see usually this is something that happened to me as well because uh, i wanted uh, to go into aims with one revision but uh, when i completed my course the aims was only 20 days after uh, when i finished my course so it was physically not possible for me to revise the entire entire course in these 20 days and if by chance i would have done a superficial revision just for aims i knew practically that i would never get through aims in those 20 day revision right but i knew that if i judiciously use these 20 days along with the other days which are about to come till the neat exam then i have a great shot in the neat exam so i did not want to compromise right uh, my neat exam preparation means aipg which we had at that time right just for the aims exam because then i would have been a loser not only in aims but also in the aipg so my focus was that it's not that i would not give aims i i went to the aims exam i gave the aims exam to get some experience before the aipg how an exam looks like how it feels like right in the examination hall but i was not serious about the aims because i knew my limitations because i did not have much time to revise before the aims so that was a very difficult decision for me to take and sometimes we get you know obsessive that i need to give aims so i would advise you shreya that uh, you you can make your schedule as per the aipg exam and when the aims exam comes right you can go and give an attempt for it with your whole heart right so there is nothing wrong in that all right guys mm vaishnavi sai has asked another question sir if i give my subject wise tests in the second revision is it too late and going to be hectic then uh see you can give your subject wise test any time you wish you can give um there is nothing wrong in it but uh, I, i would rather say the day of tests they are gone now now it is more of a time of revising your notes and obviously doing q banks solving questions and if giving a subject wise test gives you you know suppose you are finishing one subject and you need you want to give a subject wise test it makes you feel good you can go about it there is nothing wrong in it and it depends upon you like for example if the subject wise test uh, will make you know your revision you know, rocky then in that case i think you should uh, miss it rahul hv has asked sir uh, can you mention the name of five disorders in the description we can uh, quickly watch that video whenever we want to revise uh, rahul hv i wish i could do that but uh, see i i i have to spend a lot of time in uh, you know recording this then editing then uploading then posting so i'm physically i am struggling a lot uh, 
to keep up because i have a lot of other works to do right so i i wish i could do that but uh, i'm really you know at loss of time all right samanda sumanth has asked something about uh, covid sir which uh, anticoagulant should be preferred in covid patients patient with comorbidities patient without comorbidities now let me tell you something why do you need uh, anticoagulant in um, covid patients the reason being there is a risk of thrombosis right so now you need to find out what is the cause of that thrombosis the cause of thrombosis is vasculitis means inflammation inflammation is the cause of uh, uh, this thrombosis that can be seen so we need to find an anticoagulant uh, which uh, has obviously anticoagulant effect plus if it has additional anti inflammatory effect that would be a bonus and which one do you think is that that is heparin right so the heparin we prefer here is lmwh low molecular weight heparin is preferred there are three reasons one it is an anticoagulant that is self understable second it has anti inflammatory effect so it can secondarily benefit us in case of uh, thrombosis induced by vasculitis third heparin has antiviral effect as well what it does is it can inhibit uh, you know the attachment of virus so three effects which are seen but 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 there is one one catch here you know that lmwh is excreted unchanged by kidney so it should not be given to patients with renal failure or severe renal impairment and you know that covid can cause severe renal impairment in some patients so if it is a patient of covid with severe renal impairment or renal failure in that case you cannot use lmwh so what should i use now now i prefer ufh unfractionated heparin right so overall lmwh if it is covid with renal impairment go for ufh all right so now i'll come down to one of those doubts which one student has asked uh, and i told you i'll discuss at last and ankush singh he has asked sir i have to invest 5 days in december as it is his elder's brother marriage and it is making him anxious as uh, it would be he would be unable to study there what should he do and uh, how should i make most of these days Sankur Singh um, I'll tell you something it is a little bit difficult for you because it is your own elder brother marriage right in my time when I was preparing there was a marriage of my cousin so I could skip it I could skip it because it was cousin's marriage but if it was my if it was my own sister or brother's marriage it would have been difficult right so you are on a tight spot and I can understand that but you need to find a way out because uh, uh you know the number of days are always wasted and this is the reason why this is the reason why precisely i always tell you you need to have 7 to 10 10 days for cushion so remember i have told you in previous farm cast that uh, when you make a timetable make a timetable that ends on december the last right for jan the 5 to 10 days which you have in jan don't even count it because that will help you to cushion so ankush if you would have prepared like that if you had those 5 to 10 days you could have borrowed them to you know cushion your preparation because so that you know this helps you because you never know what what is going to happen you might fall ill or there would be some i mean this is not a bad news but this is a good news that your brother is getting married but nevertheless is bad news for you because you have to invest 5 days in those so i would uh, advise you, you know, be 50% invested you cannot just uh, leave it all together so you can choose a part of the day where you would be invested in the marriage part of the day when you are preparing so i would advise you uh, in the morning hours right 5 5 hours right in the morning say let us say 9 o'clock in the morning till 2 o'clock till the lunch you can devote it to your preparation then again uh, go to the marriage preparation in the second half 
because as it is what happens in the second half our productivity little bit decreases because of fatigue right so you can utilize the day like that when you are fatigued you can go and enjoy your marriage as well and the last day as it is would be gone because of you know all those ceremonies and all so let like guess uh, so this is all that we had to discuss today and again i will ask to remind dr sp uh, dr sp if you are really feeling depressed and you, you need to talk to someone uh, please uh, dm me directly message me in facebook or instagram your phone number right i will be more than happy to talk to you and uh, to contribute uh, in some way to take your sorrow down right and uh, i'm i'm always ready guys to hold your hands whenever however you require me because i am not just your teacher i am also your friend that's all guys take care bye bye this was dr ranjan with you